Welcome to Clit Talk. The Pleasure Positive Podcast. We're like the sex ed you wish you got. And then some. Pussy, pussy, it's gonna be a good one today. Yes. I'm talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Come on, girls and boys and everyone on the gender rainbow. Bring your pussies to the show. What is up, Clitorati? As you know, in season four, we're putting our asses on the line and exploring sex 3.0, the road to happiness. And we thought that it would be a beautiful challenge for each of us in the cast to choose our own path to paradise in the realms of sex, sexuality, and self-care to see what gems we could uncover for all you fabulous clitorati. Why? Because we love you and we hope that this inspires you to embark on your own journey to profound bliss and satisfaction in your own life. So today we are speaking to Lindsay. Mm. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Her voice changes. Right? Isn't it She's, crazy to be like interviewed on your own it show? It feels real. I feel nervous. It's a weird. Yeah. You got really yes. cute. You got like really cute just now. <laughs> <laughs> so we're exploring with Lindsay today. What? How do you? How would you define it? What are we exploring? It? You tell me what we're exploring. We're exploring when your life falls apart. Mm-hmm. What does it look like to rebuild it in an empowered way? Mm. And sex capades. And all your sex capades. Yeah. We want to hear them all. I would say, like, what does it look like to fucking crush a breakup? Yes. <laughs> Boom. Wow. That's what it is. Um, so for those of our listeners who don't know, you've I'm you heard my now ex-boyfriend Matt and I have been on the show a few times. We broke up. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time of this recording, it's been about five and a half months mm-hmm. since we broke wow, up. Wow, really? Yeah. That's not that much time. It's not. That's what I mean. Yeah. Crushing a breakup. You are crushing it. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. To just nutshell it, we're together for three years. As you guys know, I really identified as a stepmom. Um, he has three children, and our plan was always to have more kids. And one day he comes home, tells me he's changed his mind. About having and it was kids. right at the time you were going to start trying. Basically. Yeah. Well, we were going to start trying within the year. Yeah. It wasn't like we were trying next week. Right. But we were talking about it, and I think when shit got real, he realized it really wasn't his truth, which is valid. He already has three children. and. Fuck you for wasting my early 30s. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So he comes home, tells me he doesn't want to have kids. Uh, we go back and forth. It took a lot for me to get out of the stage of denial. And to be totally truthful, he had been going back home to Hawaii a lot. Um, and on one of his trips, it talk about intuition, right? It just hit me that I had to get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a plan. And I waited to the last day of his trip and I FaceTimed him and I basically let him know that I wasn't going to be home when he got home, which really sucked because it was my oldest stepchild's birthday that upcoming weekend. He said, are you going to be at the birthday party? I said, no. I, it, I, it was a really big breakthrough for me to take a bold stand like that for myself. And just to give a little bit of history to, to this is 
you had always wanted to get married. He said he would never get married again. So that was already an agreement yeah. that you had made and already a concession. Yep. And the baby was the thing. You guys were going to have a family. Exactly. And so when he went back on that, you're like, well, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. That's all I wanted. And really when I look back on it, one of the biggest things I got from this is no matter how charming, no matter how amazing you think someone is, if you're going to compromise on what you really fucking want, they're not worth it. Right. And if they're not a match for you, you can have a connection to a lot of people, but you've got to make sure that you guys want the same things. Mm -hmm. And I made a lot of concessions for whatever reason. I'm still processing through that. Mm -hmm. But overall, this breakup has been very empowering for me. Tell us all about (laughs) what you've been doing since Um, this time. So after the initial laying at my mom's house crying for a month and just complete heaviness on my heart. I definitely went through that. I'm not going to step over that. There was a shit ton of grief and a shit ton of sadness. I wouldn't paint the picture that you were crying on the couch for a month. You were out doing stuff. I was out doing stuff. Week. It wasn't like I just I just want I don't wallow. want the listeners thinking that I just was like immediately into about what I'm talking about. I definitely allowed myself to grieve the loss. I allowed myself to grieve the loss. Okay, maybe it wasn't a month. Maybe it was like two weeks. But but I did. I allowed myself to, which was also a breakthrough for me. I allowed myself to be with the emotions of it Mm -hmm. and not judge it and just allow myself to feel. And I would have moments of feeling it and then I would go out. But you're right. I I. I did go out. I was I, I made a conscious decision to be with friends, to be out and about, to do things that brought me pleasure. I started taking salsa classes. I really connected with old friends that became closer friends, and I spent a lot of time with my girlfriends. I was out and about, and simultaneously allowing myself to have all the feels, which for me was a healthy choice. I also cut off all communication from him and all social media communication, mm-hmm. which if you're ever going through a breakup, I'm telling you, it's the healthy choice. You don't want to know what the fuck they're up to. (laughs) You don't. Um, And I think that really helps speed along my process. So that happened. I allowed myself the time to properly grieve. And then what happened? And then I realized (laughs) it was the first time I was ever single and totally sexually empowered. Boom. And horny AF. Fuck yeah. Thank you, Clit Talk. Let's just say, <laughs> just say it. I did all the things. <laughs> what are all the things? Tell, tell us, us, tell us. Like, um, I, <laughs> I dated a couple, Ooh. and <laughs> what does that mean? Funny story about the couple. I just remember remembered this. They had a thing for like ass play, and I'm like not really good at it. And they had this like glass butt plug. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, I was like putting it in me and like trying to be sexy. And I was like, oh yeah, you like that. And then I like took my hand off and it like flew across the room. <laughs> oh my God. And I completely, I shattered their butt plug. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. They, <laughs> they, they said they went to the sex store and the next day they're like, we got you another one that's not glass. I was like, you guys are the best. <laughs> that's awesome. But they were these really beautiful people and the way that they do non-monogamy was really beautiful and I felt so honored and it was the first time I was able to have a threesome and be the fucking guest star which is fucking awesome have you ever been a guest star before with two guys oh oh, there you go there you go Uh, I hadn't done that yet at 
at this point in the story. Um, <laughs> so yeah, and then Sugar and I actually, so I was, I then that opened me up. I was on a rampage and I called Sugar one night and I said, we're going to a sex party because I had always had these experiences at sex parties with my ex that were, I would say, less than healthy. And I really wanted to experience what it was like to go to a sex party and be a fucking unicorn. And for those of you who don't know what unicorn is, you are, it's a bisexual female because you are rare and magical. Aww. <laughs> so um, so we, we go to this sex party. We have my friend Rachel was there, who's been oh. on the episode. Rachel came, Sugar was there, Silver Fox was there, and I was there. And I was ready to go. And I remember I was there. And to me, there were all these fucking hot guys there. And I just felt this ultimate sense of freedom. I was nice. like, I can do whatever the fuck I want. And this guy walks up to me, the fucking hottest guy in the party. He and was. he kind of zeroes in on me and he's like, he's like, okay, cool. And we started chatting. He's like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of like, you know, walk around, check things out. He comes back like two minutes later. Like, I think he did a lap to see if there was anybody like hotter, yeah. basically. <laughs> <laughs> Douchebag move number one. Whatever. He was hot. <laughs> and then he comes back and zeroes in on me. And we were just together all night. And it was so hot. And we were the ones that we like opened up the bed. He like threw me on the bed and just started like going down on me. And we we're like in the hot tub and he zeroed in on me. And then he like took me home with him. And I was, this is, this is so wild for me. But it was the first time I, <laughs> I I had ever kind of had like a one night stand before, and I told him I was like I'm looking for a fuck buddy, (laughs) like like, like, so just just it was like I say single and sexually empowered because it's the first time I was the kind of girl who wouldn't even have a a one night stand because I would slut shame myself. Mm -hmm. Nobody else had to do it; I could do it myself. Right. Yeah. And I, I went on some apps and I met some other people and and what Didn't you have like two <laughs> profiles, like one for Yes. So I had like Lindsay. <laughs> Lindsay was on <laughs> like Bumble and Hinge to like meet regular guys to go on like I guess like proper de- dates. default proper dates. And then I was on field and I had a, a like a, a fake name. <laughs> oh my God. I'm not going to share my fake name. It was Aurora. My fake name, <laughs> was, <laughs> my fake like name was, a, was Aurora. Oh my God. No, that's Sleeping Beauty is Aurora. Oh. So yeah, I had two different I had two different profiles. <laughs> one for like fucking and one for, you know, proper dates. Yeah, but yeah. I had way more success on my fucking profile. Nice. <laughs> and what was funny is I actually ended up meeting really cool guys. Like, all the cool guys are on the sex apps. <laughs> I find. I you think ended up so. having, like, proper dates with the guys in, on field. Kind of. That's hilarious. That's I know. Awesome. I know. Um, like, all the cool ones. And because there's just... What I found is it can also be a filter for people who are sex positive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, but what was awesome and such an ego booster is I always thought all men want 23-year-old girls. Mm. Well, ladies, I'm here to tell you that shit is not true. I had 25-year-olds after me. Mm-hmm. Guys of all age are like fucking into me and just all over you. And it doesn't matter. Most of the guys I was hanging out with were like younger than me. Really? Like, yeah. I'm 33. Like most Dude. of them were like 30, 31, which is not that much younger. Or like anywhere from like 25 to 30 were like the guys going after me. Nice. I was like, am I a puma? Is this happening? Puma. <laughs> Rock that cradle. Rock that cradle. Um, so yeah. Oh so it was really fun. <laughs> And so then that was all like the lead up to I made a decision to really do something for myself. I decided to go to Burning Man. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I have not heard Burning Man stories yet. Okay, you guys want to hear something fucked up? Yes. (laughs) 
Okay, so <laughs> she like <laughs> um, laughs like an evil witch. We do. So my ex boyfriend's ex girlfriend, the girl he dated like before me, it was like his serious ex girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Me and her always liked each other. So <laughs> when Matt and I broke up, <laughs> we were like joking. We're like, haha, we can be friends now. But we're like actually kind of friends now. <laughs> oh my god! So my ex boyfriend's ex girlfriend introduced me to my new guy. Oh my god! At a party, we met at like a pre burning party, like a pre burning nice. party at a pool party, and she was like, "So have you met my friend? I'm not going to say his name. Um, we'll call him Mr. Wizard. Yes, um, that's so, his name. And you're a wizard, Harry. You're a wizard. So she introduced me to Mr. Wizard, and at first I thought it was going to be casual. So I. Fucked Mr. Wizard night one. I went to this pool party. He's like, you want to get a hotel? I was like, yes. I was just this wild. You were just a Empowered pussy. I was just a yes to everything. So I fucked him on the first night. But then. (laughs) Nice. And because I was just. I think there was a part of me that was like, I'm just going to fucking make up for lost time. Like, fuck everybody. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. Yep. And I did. And it was great. Lots of orgasms. Lots of cocks. And some pussies too. So. (laughs) (laughs) So, so I I decided to go to Burning Man. Hey there, Clitorati. It's Katie. So you all know I'm a nurse and Clit Talk for me is a health conversation. I really want to take a minute to share a product with you that has made a huge difference in my life. Foria Wellness Awaken CBD Lubricant. Remember that. I use it multiple times per week, and this is coming from the woman who never used to masturbate. Not only has it enhanced my new masturbation lifestyle, it's eased the pain I used to have during sex, and my husband is super happy because our bedroom play is so much more fun. So, I personally reached out to Foria Wellness to see if they would partner with Clit Talk, and they were an overwhelming yes. So now, you can get a discount on their fabulous products by going to our brand new pleasure store at clittalkshow.com. All their products are there. And if you're interested in trying them out for yourself, use the discount code CLITTALK10 for 10% off your purchase. I can't recommend them enough. So do yourself a favor and get your pussy high. So I thought it would be really fun for us to play a little game called Two Truths and a Lie. Oh my gosh. All right. Let's you guys are going to play with me right now. It's, the bur- it's Lindsay's Burning Man Two Truths and a Lie segment. So <laughs> I'm going to tell you three things. Two of them are true. One of them is a lie. And then we'll talk about them all. Okay. Okay. I finally got my yoni massage at the Pussy Spa Camp at Burning Man. Number two, I was a naked bartender at a BDSM camp just because I rolled the wrong number on a dice. And number three, I had a threesome with my new guy and a super hot glowing chick. Oh, wait a minute. These are actually two lies and a truth. (laughs) Really? I just realized, yeah, these are two. So which one's the true thing? The yoni massage? No! No? I know it. What's the true thing? Naked bartending. Naked bartender's true. That was the one I was going to say wasn't true. No, that's the one true. So they have this camp called Spanky's. First of all, Burning Man's fucking crazy. <laughs> like I've never been. You you would not like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm would so I glad like that it? you, you would love it. That, sugar, sugar. Because no, you everyone, might like it. I would hate it. Are you kidding me? I've always told people I would not want to go. Yeah, I can't imagine. So there's a there's a yeah, I don't think I don't they're think it's your thing. They're like, you would be fine. No, fuck, fuck that. It's the elements are no joke. But yeah. it's wild and crazy. And I was in such a like a wild, like a yes phase to totally. everything. Perfect for you. So my, I'll tell you a couple stories. So my spanky story, I go to this BDSM camp. And so everything at Burning Man is, it's a gifting system. Mm-hmm. Like bartering or something? Not bartering, gifting. I see. 
everybody brings a gift. <laughs> Semantics. <laughs> no, no, it's like it's a big. No, let's not it's talk a big, about it. It's a big different distinction. So yeah. it's not bartering. It's not like you bring a gift, and it's not like oh, you give me a drink, and I give you a song. It's like you're just gifting, and then it's the like gifting. you give me a. No, you, it's not. You go bartering. down on me, and I'll go down on you. Oh my god, yes, that's not definitely how. It is. No, it's not tit for tat. It's people just provide gifts. So everything is free. There's no money exchanged once you get to Burning Man. Right. So we go to this camp, Spanky's, and, you know, there's bars set up at all the camps, and you you have your little copper mug with you, and you get your drinks and everything. So we show up to the Spanky's camp, and the way that you get a drink at Spanky's, though, is you roll these dice, and it's three dice. So they have, like, one through 20, you know, different things that you can do. Uh And in order to get a drink, you have to do what the menu says. So some of the, some of the things that people had to do, um, you had to give a lap dance as your spirit animal. So yeah. my friend, she said, well, first they asked her, what's your spirit animal? And she said it was a seal. So she had to give a lap dance. Like a seal? <laughs> she had to give a lap dance to this guy like a seal. She's like flopping all over him. And so anyways, <laughs> I roll the dice. I roll the dice. And the one of the guys like grabs the dice and he goes, it's number 17. And I was like, What's number 17? And mm-hmm. he was like, you have to come behind the bar and be a naked bartender for 30 minutes. Did he make that up on the spot? Minutes? No, for 30 minutes. Naked? I looked at him. I said, done. They don't fucking know what they're dealing with. Naked bartender? Please. I had all the power, Katie. I went behind the bar. I would have done it. I got naked. First of all, at Burning Man's a very, no one's creepy because everyone's naked. Oh. Guys are not uh, not creepy with your nakedness. It's a very different environment. Everyone's naked. A lot of people are ah, naked. My phone just vibrated on my clit. Oh my god. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, so everyone's naked, <laughs> and um, I'm back there, and I'm getting to make. Then I have all the power, and I'm getting make. I'm getting. Able, I'm able to make these guys do all these crazy things. So I made this one guy. He had to pull his dick out oh and god. ride this stuffed unicorn around the camp and yell, "I'm a slutty pony. I'm a slutty pony." <laughs> you told him to do that? Oh, I was making people do shit. What? And I, I had to I had to spank a few people. I ha- I made this other guy do like a pole dance <laughs> for oh a drink. Man. Oh, all for a drink. Yeah. But people do it. It's Burning Man. They don't give a fuck. They were really they excited. Want you to. They were so excited. I bet you came up with really good things for people to do. Well, no, I wasn't even having to make them up. It's all made up on this menu. Oh. So they roll the dice and it's like on the menu. Oh, that's even more fun. Yeah, it's fun. It was really fun. I felt really I'm a really slutty empowered. pony. What was it? I'm a slutty pony. And like, But with his dick out, like on top of this like stuffed unicorn. That's amazing. <laughs> it was great. Um, and my And this guy comes up to me and he like hugs me and nibbles my ear and he's like, do you want to go fuck in the back? Both of you. And he like looks to me and my friend. And I was like, well, I'm kind of here with an actual wizard, but uh, she's down to fuck. And so she goes back and she fucks this guy. What? (laughs) And then, so I, I get the whole, I'm like, I'm running the bar at this point. Everyone's like, Lindsay, what should we do? Like, like I'm like running the bar. <laughs> oh my God. And, I saw a picture. And I tell everyone, okay, so my friend and one of the other bartenders is going to come back here in a few minutes. They just went back there to fuck. When they come out, we have to give them a round of applause. So when they walk out, literally the entire camp erupts in applause for them. They're like, good job for fucking each other. Oh, oh my God. It was awesome. <laughs> That's, That's amazing. Hilarious. It was pretty great. So, um, the one that was the one that was false was, and this is my biggest regret of Burning Man is they did have a pussy spa camp where you could go yeah. and get your pussy washed and a yoni massage. I never made it though. 
you know, Burning Man is like a clusterfuck. I got, I had like two flat tires with my bike. Like you don't, it's so hard to explain. It's like a shit show, but it's the most amazing thing you've ever done in your life. You know? Your pictures were great. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I did. So the thing that's false about the threesome is, so the way it's worded is I had a threesome with my new guy and a super hot glowing chick. I did have a threesome with my new guy, but it wasn't with a hot glowing chick. It was with another guy. Guy. That's so fun. <laughs> um, it was actually a super empowering experience. So this is what happened. My new guy is fucking amazing. He I've never had anyone consider m- me and my wants and needs as much as him. That's he awesome. I literally had this moment. He goes, Well, what do you want? And I was uh, 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 I couldn't what find What do I want? I, I was like, I don't remember the last time somebody asked me Aww. what I wanted and I actually fucking cared. Oh, so we're out and about, and he he's just a next-level advanced man. And he said, look, I know it's your burn. It's your first burn. He's been 12 times. He's a veteran oh, wow. burner. And That's a lot. It's a lot of burning, man. And he said, I, this is all about you this year, and I want you to have whatever experience you want. And it was kind of his idea like the threesome with two guys was his idea and I was like whatever if it happens it happens so we're at this camp called Slut Garden super fun (laughs) Slut Garden it's called Slut Garden and um, I go up to the bar and I grab a drink from this guy who's wearing a sequin blazer very typical (laughs) of course sequins and he's very cute young guy and I get my drink and I walk away and then I see him kind of motion for me to come back to the bar mm-hmm. and I come back and I said oh my god did I like forget something he goes are you dating that guy over there I said I'm I'm kind of hanging out with him yeah mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. goes well that's too bad because if you weren't I would tell you that you're the most gorgeous girl I've seen at Burning Man Aww. And I've seen a lot of girls behind this bar. And I was like, either that, that I was like, that might be a line, but it fucking worked on me. <laughs> uh, and I I was flattered. He seemed pretty genuine, but who knows? It was probably a line. Um whatever. But I was I was like, yeah, thank you. I was like, thank you so much. And but yeah, I'm kind of hanging out with this guy and I go back and I tell the wizard. And <laughs> I love that you're calling him the, the wizard. wizard. <laughs> Tell Mr. Wizard. And he and he surprised the hell of me. He goes, Well, we could go to the orgy dome with him if you want to. Whoa. I said, Are you serious? I said, that won't be upsetting for you. Cause we were really me and Mr. Wizard were really vibing. Like we were spending every day together. There's definite, very special connection between the two of us. Aww. And total romance. Total romance. And I said, Are you serious? So, anyways, we go to the orgy <laughs> dome and we have about it. The line to like get into the actual fucking room is like literal, the fucking room is like an hour long, <laughs> like the actual fucking room. Right. So, it's, it's an hour long. So, we've got a lot of time to talk. This guy, he's 25, he's from London. Oh, an accent. He's totally cute, totally cute guy. And so, he's really nervous. It's the first time he's ever done anything like this, but he's totally down. He had uh, never done a threesome before? No. Ooh. This was his first. His first, it was with another guy. Yeah, I know. That's wild. Mine too. So we finally, so we we had a lot of time to really get to know each other, which I really appreciated. And he was just a really nice guy. And we finally get into the room. And so the way the orgy dome works at Burning Man is they have one room where it's, um, you can join us. So if you're open to having people join you, and then there's it's like a, random people. Yep. 
That's, oh my God. that's what an orgy is, Katie. And then there's another room mm. where it's it's called just for us. And that's where you get onto a mattress and no one's gonna like bother you. So you Got can it. go, you can go just as a couple, you can go as a threesome, like whatever you want to do. Which so room did you guys do? We took, we chose the just for us room. <laughs> Two guys was enough for me. <laughs> yeah, that was it. That would that's shocking. That was enough for me. I was like afraid to ask. So we get in there and I, I've heard from a lot of girls that the threesomes of two guys is exhausting because it's all about the guys and they're like sucking one dick and one's inside of them or they're sucking two dicks. That was not my experience at all. Both of these guys were solely focused on me. Wow. And they took turns with me. Hmm. And I had kind of an awkward experience because this young kid, I get, apparently he studied Tantra. I've never had so much first-time chemistry with anyone in my life, mm. um, which was awesome, but also sort of awkward because he was able to do things in positions, and he it's very hard for me to come from penetration. He made me, he put me in this like fucking, I don't even know what the fuck he did, but I came from penetration, and I look over at Mr. Wizard, and he's just got this look on his face, and I was like, oh my God. We've never done that. Like, he's never never been able to do that to me. Um, And I just felt that his energy kind of drop. And so um, that was like round two with Mr. London. So I had round one with Mr. London, round one with Mr. Wizard, then round two with Mr. London, and then I kind of wrapped it up. I was like, okay, I think we're done with our time. Where you were like having sex every time? Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. And they didn't make me do anything to them. Hmm. It was like all about me. That's so dope. <laughs> so, awesome. but what what the coolest thing was is when we get out and Mr. London was like, I'd really like to stay in touch with you guys. And, but I said, you know, I'm not going to give you my information, but you can have the wizard's information. And if you want to get in touch with you, you can get in touch with us through the wizard to have respect for the wizard. But what was so cool, <laughs> <laughs> what was so cool is, <laughs> so what was, what was so cool is, I realized I had been so conditioned by my ex. I was bracing for Mr. Wizard's anger. Oh. And I was so scared because I said, oh, I've fucked up. I've done something wrong. Like, I had this moment with this other guy. Mr. Wizard's going to be mad at me. And I had the exact opposite experience. Mr. Wizard, he said, you know... I had a moment of twinginess. He said, but this was my idea. He said, why would I be mad at you? Mm-hmm. He said, uh, it's for me to sort out. He's like, just give me a minute or two and I'll be fine. Wow. He yeah. said, I'd love to reconnect to you, like just the two of us. Because Mr. London like wanted to hang out with us. And, right. and Mr. Wizard was like, you know, we had a great time with you, but I'd really like to connect to Lindsay again. We did the orgy just us room, and now we're not in the room anymore. We had our orgy, and we're done. Yeah, we're just <laughs> done. We're just yes. done. There's um, just no more room. Yes. And then we rolled out to Deep Playa, which is, like, really deep in the desert. And, you know, the wizard and I, we watched the sunrise together, and he worked himself out and wasn't mad at me at all. And I was just like, holy fuck, that's a real man. Yep. And it was well, like, look what's possible. Look what's you know, possible. And look what you had it, been putting yeah. up with. And it was just, it was such a tremendous healing experience for me. Yeah. To just be able to be the fucking center of attention and have nobody make me wrong for it and nobody slut shame me for it and to just have all of it be okay. Yeah, fucking freedom. Beautiful. Yeah. And the, mm. the only other thing I want to say is, um, I may or may not have done LSD and watched 
the Burning Man for the first time this year. Not confirming or denying it. And that's the end of my Burning Man story. Okay. Love you, Clitorati. We'll see you next Tuesday. (laughs) Wait. Wait. Did you just love this episode of Clit Talk? Well, shit. Then you better head on over to iTunes and subscribe. But only if you want amazing orgasms. Also, while you're over there, please rate us and leave a review. But again, only if we're open to incredible sex and amazing relationships and world peace and stuff like that. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, It's very much appreciated and thank you.